How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Football Friday on The Fan. It's a man's game now. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. We have great expectations. The Fan. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty on this Football Friday and Veterans Day. Uh, we're giving shout-outs. If you have a veteran in your life you would like to uh, shout-out, send us a text at 503-250-1080. Uh, this text says, My grandfather's Ray Stewart Marine served in the Pacific during World War II. Deceased Lloyd Wilson Air Force served in France during World War II. Deceased uh, still have my grandpa Ray's journal uh, containing his full account of two different island battles, incredible history. That is incredible history. Like that is, you know, that's something else too. We, anybody here, keep a journal? No, no. There we go. No. Helps when, they, when you turn your mic on. No, like uh, I feel like we're we're really significantly lacking in the journaling. I guess we have uh, bloggers and vloggers now. Yeah, and. Like, you can just go to the Les Schwab Tires Audio Vault, 1080thefan.com, and you can basically listen to the first segment of each of the shows and get a rundown of what's going on with me. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, most of the stuff that I have, um, video. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. In, in terrifying news, um, Uh-oh. my first deployment to Afghanistan, I was in country for, I don't know, 45 minutes, I've gone through gone through in-processing, mm-hmm. uh, went to go uh, check in with uh, leadership and went to do a patrol. And without getting into specifics of stuff, uh, one of the things I had to do was we take uh, images of the area. And with those images, we can see what like, kind of goat paths appear in the mountains. Mm-hmm. We can actually pick up on the degradation in the, in the terrain. Taking aerials, or are you talking just, just stuff in general? Stand like with the uh, a person with equipment. Okay, we'll just leave it there without getting into specifics of stuff. But we can detect changes in terrain. I feel like I just got in trouble. No, no, just <laughs> it's, it's it's just much easier to say this without getting into stuff that we do. Okay. Um, and again, I'm 20 years old at this point in time, and this is before GoPros are like real popular. I had one on my shoulder or helmet, my cam, uh, what's called a contour camera. It's about the size of my energy drink. Okay. A L- little bit smaller uh, in, in diameter. Okay. But that's basically like a- Banging a monster. Think, thinking about a, like a, a flashlight size, like a small flashlight, a handheld yeah. flashlight, right? Mounted uh, to my helmet on the side. 
and it it's rolling and feeding to a, a memory stick in my bag. And I hear, we're out there, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. It's me and three other guys. I'm the old guy out there. This is my third deployment. And they're these guys 20 are, years old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So these guys behind me, are, I mean, they're, they're fresh out of AIT, fresh mm-hmm. out of boot. Like, they're kids, kids. But we're out there, and all of a sudden I hear, and it gets quiet real quick. And then, boom, mortar. And then oh, another one. Oh, no. Then another one. And they're walking them in on us. 50 yards out, 30 yards out. And I, and the camera's rolling, right? And, um, you you know, we're BSing. You can, you know, just normal military stuff. Just nothing but dark humor while we're out there effing around. And the further we get into this, this attack, the more you hear me change. You, like, the, the training kicks in. Like, yeah. the, the tone of voice. Everything changes. And my parents wanted to know how bad things really were. And I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> no. You don't want to know. Like, I've been in, on scenes where uh, IEDs have gone off, improvised explosive devices, suicide vests, mm-hmm. and you've got people's teeth stuck in the wall. Oh, my goodness. Like, I've, I've seen the, wor- the worst this world has to offer, okay? And I don't say that, like, for the shock factor, but, like, I'm trying to give you a sliding scale of, of evil that I've seen. But I say all of this because my mom was like, I have to see what it is that you're up against. And so I showed her this one video. And this is a, it, as bad as this sounds, it got significant. You want to see what this stuff actually looks like? Okay. So I had a CD-ROM that was like basically 15 minutes of this video from this attack. Yeah. And <laughs> long story short, we were, what we can do, we have the ability with our radar, we can track the trajectory of the mortars, and we can vector in our attack. So we take a 105-millimeter howitzers, all 10 of them. Jeez. And point them at the hillside and turn it into nothing but dust. So, how far away are you from? Uh, we're base? about three quarters of a mile. Oh, we're, we're about a mile outside of base, outside the wire. Okay. These guys are about three quarters of a mile, just under a mile away from away us, from up you. on the hill. Okay. And so, so we're about two miles away from base to. Yeah. So, to the, so, so I'm, I'm in a kill box because they've got the height on me, and they're just walking. They have multiple mortar stations that they're walking in on us, and so we pack our stuff up. We get to a defensive position and just basically try to do what we can while we vector this strike back in. And I show this to my mom. I'm like, I'm going to frame this for you so you know what's coming. And I say, again, this this is how we documented stuff. Yeah. I still have all these videos. Really? Oh, yeah. And I pop them in every now and then. Not to, like, relive it, but it's just kind of like, oh. Center? Just, yeah, just, how the hell did we do what we did? Yeah, but that's that was my journal. Like I, I rationalize it. Yeah, yeah. Like I have, it. I've got multiple videos from multiple ticks, troops in combat. Yeah. Um, just because we're always rolling. So how did your mom react? Um, horrified still to this day, and yeah. that was just the mortar fire. Like she, I never showed her anything with you know where we got into actual firefights or anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. And like that stuff, I, mean, I showed you some A10 footage the other day. Yeah, and. That gets a lot hairier when you're talking mm-hmm. about that kind of deal. But again, I don't, I'm not saying all this to glorify it, but I don't, I don't know anybody who really kept journals. I knew, that's not true. I did know two lieutenants, uh, both hilariously went to Kansas. Really? Yeah. Both Jayhawks, uh, hmm. cross country runners. Um, but they, they did keep journals. But other than that, 
everybody i was in the the, the first generation of video mm-hmm. when we started doing this yeah and most guys you know, we had handheld cam cameras and stuff like that when we were on base and wow. that's that's where a lot of this stuff started going so away from the journal and more to the digital side of things but that's how guys kept stuff <laughs> what you just said right there <laughs> in everything that you said is exactly why you you have come out of the military and you are okay. There are a lot of a lot of men and women that are not as lucky as you are. No. And that is why you start at the beginning of the show by saying seeking out, finding mm-hmm. and the, you know helping out a veteran on a day like today or any other day. Any other day. It's just it a, is it's a good day to it highlight is, it. It is important to do mm-hmm. um, because just hearing those stories and hearing those are important. Those are important no. for people like, you know, Rust and his dumbasses who uh, never went through anything like that to, to hear those things and in, in how important that support is for them. No, it is. And the. Or the, you guys. No, no, trust me. I, I, I get 100% of Shane. The, the thing about all this stuff is, is that it was like, oh, you came out okay, like other than some injuries. <laughs> and. Yes, I mean, it it did change my life, but even more than that, I want to be open and honest. We talk about mental health stuff. Those those injuries, they they ruined me physically, Mm. but they ruined me mentally for close to a decade. Yeah, it I, I don't talk about this a lot publicly. My wife now wife basically saved me. When I started doing Outsiders, I was in a dark dark place. I had just recovered from another knee surgery. I had put on like 60 pounds in Mm. the past three years. All the weight that I carry right now, I put it on as a matter of depression. Yeah. And it sucks and everything. And I'm I'm still fighting it and dealing with the, with the hips and the knees and everything else. But there are guys who have done more than put on weight. Yeah. There are men and women out there who the mental struggles they have to get through every day it's more than a weight management thing. It's a, how do I get through life? Which yeah. is why you get a suicide rate that's so high. Yeah, and you it leads you to a point where you feel like you're alone. And, it, and again, I wasn't suicidal. I'm not asking yeah. for a woe is me here thing no. here. But there was a there was a point. I mean, I didn't the point. There was there were two years where I didn't know who I was, what I was, where I was because I hated myself for what I allowed myself to become because of what I happened to my body. Yeah. It's it's such a weird thing to wrap your head around. So no matter what you think people yeah. are going through and how they're going through it or how how they look, it really is like you oh, run absolutely. the whole gamut. Whether or not you go through everything, whether or not you get shot or blown up or <laughs> or not, or you're just yeah. working the back lines and you see some effed up stuff. Yeah. It's just it. You never know what what folks are going through. Thank you for uh, saying that, though. Yeah. You know, and talking about it and being willing to talk about it because I think that 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 is what helps other people though mm-hmm. too. Is when you open up about the things that uh, that are I don't know burdensome to you. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And it's it's uh, to tie this all back to sports. It's really cool seeing what guys like yeah. Demar Derozan and Kevin Love yeah. have been able to do with like how they've managed mental health and how they've gone through things. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing more and more players openly and willingly talking about stuff that they're going through. Yep. And it does help people. And people and some people say, well, they're millionaires; they can do this. There's the, there's no amount of money that can Mm-mm. save you from depression. Nope. None. Mm-mm. No. Man. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. 
Um, all right, 503-250-1080. Um, that was a, a worthwhile uh, detour uh, down the road. Uh, let's talk uh, back on, on some sports. Um, and again, your Veterans Day shout-outs, 503-250-1080. This is- Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details Danny Dusty on the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. It may be Veterans Day. It may be Football Friday. It's Yacht Rock Friday, though, Jeff Russ. Ah, uh, the Chuck Mangione always gets me going. This feels like the end to every single show in the late 70s, early 80s. Right, as the credits roll. Yeah, like, the, you, this could be the end of the Hulk. This could be the end of MASH. Yeah. Like, there's just... All I... You know what I imagine right now? I imagine, like, a, the the cast is waving to the live yeah. studio audience yeah, right now. Going, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Oregon-Washington, top 25 matchup tomorrow right here on The Fan. Uh, let's go. We are, what, 26 and a half hours away uh, from kickoff between the Ducks and Dogs. It's a rivalry game. And, uh, look, another week in the Pac-12 where you got blowouts galore. Huge game for Oregon State. As uh, This is going to be 
this is uh, the fascinating one for me. This is the first game of the year where it is a full-on, you have to worry about traffic getting down to Corvallis and Eugene. Yes. We've got uh, the Ducks kick off at 4. The Beavs kick off at 6. So I'm telling you all right now. Leave now. Plan early. There will be more traffic than usual on this game day. Or do the, uh, what was it, uh, Souk? Sook's got the commercial for Langdon. Make your stop off at Langdon. Uh, no, that That's is Rob. Oh, that is Rob. Isaac Everett sorry, Rob. It is, yeah. it is Rob. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. Either way, make yeah. your stop off at Langdon. And keep a listen here as I give you weather and traffic updates all throughout game day. I too. can tell you right now the weather's going to be clear and the traffic's going to suck. Well, I think you just did it. Oh. Your job is done. You're good, Rust. Stay home. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Family Guy where they go to the the weather guy. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. <laughs> Um, but we got a great one, and I, I'm really looking forward to this to this game. Now, it isn't just a rivalry game. Like rivalry games, obviously, they amplify everything. But a top 25 matchup in this rivalry game, and not to mention the fact that you have Oregon and Washington. Which, uh, if you want to talk about the two teams that it's strength on weakness on both sides. The passing attack of UW going up against Oregon's pass defense, which has been a bend-but-don't-break um, experiment throughout this season so far. You have, on the other side, too, Oregon's explosive offense. And it is weird to think about a UW team that is carried by their offense and does not have one of those lights-out defenses. They are very good against the run. Uh, but you look at they are so bad against the pass, why would you run? And that yeah. is that is a very real thing. Um, it, it, heading into this matchup where the way that UW, and you alluded to this earlier in the week, the way that UW attacks on the offensive side of the ball is frankly Oregon's weakness. Mm-hmm. They they will try to beat you outside and on the edges in the passing game, outside of the hashes in those throws. Michael Penix Jr. has got a very strong arm, yes. and those receivers and those option routes are very good on the outside of finding those soft spots. The one thing that UCLA did one hell of a job of when they played uh, UW and gave them their first loss of the year was, man, they were undercutting a lot of those breaking routes. and have- but, uh, Whether it was a safety, whether it was underneath um, in, in cover two in the corner coming up and making a play uh, deeper than usual, they made plays on the ball and baited Michael Penix mm-hmm. Jr. into some bad throws in that game, and that kind of opened up a little bit of a blueprint. I should say the week before that, I think they played Stanford the week before that. Um, I, th- I think that was kind of where it all started, um, and Caillou Blue was was one of the culprits in trying to bait those throws, but UCLA made them pay, and then Arizona State the very next weekend did the same thing. You're seeing more and more blueprints from all of the tape that are out there for every team. It's honing in a little bit more, okay? You, you by week eight, week nine, you're like, yeah, no, we know who, who's who, what's yep. what. How do we take away the best thing that they do? Or force them into their their option trees. Put them into their, get them out of their base stuff. Yep. Make them have to do a little bit more. And you alluded to it already as far as playing underneath stuff. But here's the thing that, it's not even challenging for Oregon, but challenging for any opponent that takes on Washington. It's not. This isn't Texas Tech, in the sense of, you know, they're just going to have five dudes and it's a system. But this isn't like traditional air raid. They have three dudes on the outside. Whether it's Odunze, whether it's McMillan, whether it's Polk, 
Each one of those guys has had a monster, monster game this year. They're very capable of taking over and having a, a production fest that you're sitting there going, what the hell do we do with this guy? Yeah. And you, you can see in other, in other teams. Utah had uh, the game against USC. Vele was just unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. And you knew it was coming. But if you don't have the personnel to stop it, it becomes very problematic very quickly. Yeah. And for Oregon, yes, you want to take them out of the boundaries and put them in the middle of the field to make panics, make reads over the middle. The difference here being is that the two things that I have had the biggest questions about Oregon's defense this year, their consistency and their responsibility and their tackling. Yeah. And if you force Oregon into those spots defensively, will those two things hold up? Will will the middle line or will the linebackers in the middle of the field stay true to their reads? Yeah. Will they will they not overcommit and will they tackle in space? You know, one thing that Oregon has uh, shored up quite a bit better um, is that tackling. Mm-hmm. They have gotten a lot better at, on that side, in that one aspect outside of that just absolutely abysmal uh, Georgia game. The Washington State game was was a rough one, but outside those have been the two games. The games where they've gotten in trouble. That's a thing. And this is where this is where I, I will be very fascinated to see this. UW has not been good on the road. No, they they have traveled been, horribly. They have been very bad on the road. Lost uh forty to thirty two at UCLA, lost forty five thirty eight at Arizona State. Two weeks ago, twenty eight twenty one. They won, but it was against Cal. Okay, they they are they are a completely different team when they go on the road, and Oregon's defense has been different when they are at home. And this is where uh, I agree with you on a lot of those things that that you're saying. This game's going to be third down, third down, mm-hmm. because both of these offenses are lights out on third down. UW is fifty four percent on third down. Oregon. If you look at their drive charts, they don't get to third down a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> they they no. are a first and second down Great place yard, to live. Uh, uh, team. But on the defensive side, both of these teams are atrocious on third down. Oregon yeah. allowing teams to convert 48% of third downs. Coin tosses on third downs are not good. <laughs> UW allowing <laughs> opponents um, to, to convert 47%. Both of those are in the bottom... 10% in all of college football. Jeez. So that's like, you know, you're looking at 115th or worse in the country in all of college football. And neither of these teams force turnovers. They are not good. Oregon's turnover numbers have been bumping up, um, but that's low, man. It is really, really low. Uh, Oregon has, what, 14 takeaways. UW has got nine on the season. So you're looking nine at a, times. one team that gets one a game, one that gets one and a half-ish. Yeah. And it, didn't they? Didn't Oregon have a big turnover game in there? Uh, yeah, they had a. Well, they had three, three? just last week. Yeah. So but, yeah, and that's where it has been as of late when the schedule has obviously softened up. Yeah. Um, they have gotten a heck of a lot better in that regard. When the, Oregon can get a push, I, I think Oregon does win. But covering is a tough one because of the fact that you do not stop scoring. And wave the white flag in a rivalry game, period. No, you keep going. Full stop. No, you you keep going. Like this thing could be, you could be, and thirteen and a half is a big line right now. But you could be down, you know, nineteen points with 
you know, 40 seconds to go or 10 seconds to go, and you're going to try to get that score just to make it a little bit closer, just to make it 12. And so you have situations like that that you just don't, yeah, I wouldn't mess with, touch this line with a 10-foot pole, but I do believe that Oregon does win this football game. It becomes a game of physicality mm-hmm. because both of these run teams are very good against the run on, on the defensive side of the ball. And that's where if you're going to slow Oregon down, you have got to find a way to muddy up their run game and and make them uncomfortable in it because nobody's really been able to do that all season long. Uh, again, like we go back to that Georgia game, they were able to run the football against Georgia. They, they were able to move the ball against Georgia. They were unable to score in critical mistakes um, where their downfall. If Oregon can run the football, it, that is going to be the death of 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 UW. And right now UW's one of the best in the conference actually. They're only second to Oregon. But we saw this against UCLA. UCLA had given up under 100 yards per mm-hmm. game on the ground and the Ducks ran the ball down their Yeesh. throat. And this is going to be the interesting part to me is Kenny Dillingham Kenny Dillingham's been I mean galaxy brain. I mean he's been offensive th- playing caller. He's been throwing absolute gas. And that includes the Georgia game. In what I am very interested to see with him is what does he, where is his zig at with this team in this UW team and in a rivalry game? We saw them just, I mean, we can call what Colorado was. He was, at, he was literally toying with them. Yes. He was calling, he, first three let's, let's touchdowns were trick go. plays. Yeah. Let's see if this will go. He unloaded the tickle trunk against them. And Which I was a little surprised they did that. I'm not, because one, you just don't want, if you're in the red zone and you want, you're in the goal line situation, don't give UW anything to look at. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah all you give fair. them is, hey, look at us throwing to our tackle. Look at us double pass to our quarterback, and then handing it off to our our inside linebacker. You know that is that is some galaxy brain. Okay, and then you have you also have we, there a lot of it. We do know what Oregon has done. They've gone under center. They've gone under center. Wild, <laughs> which is crazy. But you know you you always go off of the last two films, and you say, all right. The last two films will show you who they truly are. Who, what, what does the trend show you? And one of them you can just burn in the red zone if you're mm-hmm. if you're uh, UW. And that may be one of the great benefits that Oregon has in this game uh, coming into it is the fact that they've, they've had the ability to get a little bit healthy late in the year with games against Cal and Colorado. Uh, and you get out of those ones unscathed. Um, the injuries don't appear to be that significant. We don't know what's going on in the injury front with a lot of uh, of Oregon, but the nicks and the dings in, in the bumps and bruises, it didn't appear that they had many against Colorado, which is a great thing mm-hmm. coming into this. And now you you sit there and you go, all right, what is going to? How do we attack UW's defense? And buddy, I'm here to tell you. I think it's vertically. I think we're going to see. Yeah. I think we're going to see them. Dante Thornton, Troy Franklin. It could be the vertical passing game that that gets it done for the Ducks. We had Tyson on when uh, Tyson Alger on when you were out, and the first question I had for Tyson was, "How healthy are these Ducks?" And he said, "You know what? Over the last couple of years, you you look at the roster at this time of the season, they have been in bad shape. They just they haven't had anybody. Yep. This year, they're almost entirely healthy, and." <laughs> I mean, realistically, mile, mile, you mile. you look at where they are at right now, they're expecting everybody to be back, uh, at least everybody of consequence. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got uh, DJ who looks like he's going to be back. Dorless looks like he's good to go. You start looking up another roster, their skill position guys, they're all ready to go. It sounds like Coda's going to be a, a good to go. Like yeah. it's just, 
it's a hell of a time to get healthy. That's for sure. If I would have told you this after the uh, Georgia game, would you have believed me that Oregon ranks 36th in the nation in tackling percentage, according to Pro Football Focus? No, I would have. I would have. I, I would have put them as a bottom hundred team. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? What was it in that game? It was twenty twenty two? Like twenty. Yeah, it was. I think it was twenty two. Twenty two missed tackles. Yeah, yeah Georgia ranks twenty second. <laughs> yeah, no, I would not have put Oregon there. No way. Uh, Who's number one? Uh, number one, Michigan. That makes sense. Ninety one point eight. Good uh, God. Notre Dame and Iowa are second and third. Washington State ranks fourth. Dickert's got those guys playing well. Yeah, That's but Mich- that Michigan one doesn't surprise me. And then Rutgers. That 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 surprises me. <laughs> okay, yeah that 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 one caught me off guard. Beeves coming in at twenty first. That's not surprising. In front of Georgia, yeah. Morgan State. Oregon State's a very good ca- tackling team. That that's honestly what got them uh, going against USC was Ooh. their pressure and tackling. Worst tackling team in the Power Five. <sighs> the bottom. Oh, spoiler alert! The bottom two are from the Pac twelve. Three of the bottom five are in the Pac twelve. I'm gonna go bottom three. <laughs> What, Colorado? Colorado's one of them. Arizona's one of them. Who would the third one be? I don't know. USC's not great. I know that. They're probably middle of the pack, right? Uh oh, I'm sorry. I mean I've only got fifty I've only got the top fifty. Oh okay. Sorry. Yeah, they're not. I was at the bottom fifty. Uh, USC's forty six. Yeah, middle middle of the pack. That's what Cal I'm... is forty uh, ninth, and Stanford is fiftieth. Yeah, no, that that tracks. Worst tackling team though is the Pac twelve team. It is Colorado. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, no, I, I figured USC would be middle of the pack. <laughs> or thirty point five. Wow. Good God! Really? That is bad. That's atrocious. Uh, Miami, Miami. Is is uh, third worst in the country? My really, things not going well. Okay, oh, that explains why the quarterback left. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That be the fan text line. All right, it's time for the worst day on the web. First is Rust with Sports Center. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Man, that sucks! Twitter is an adventure, my friend, and Twitter is not going well. The $44.5 billion investment by Elon Musk not going as he thought it would. No, well, I mean... It's it's all blowing up in his face for a million other reasons, but it's also blowing up in other people's faces. Uh-oh. And sometimes you just love to see it. Uh, for those that aren't aware, Elon Musk has made verification a thing that's not really a thing anymore. Like if you click on mine and Dusty's little verification check marks, uh, you'll see it's verified for government or media or politics and has a little thing, like a little disclaimer on it. If you click on somebody oh. else's that has like 100 followers, and you're like, where did that come from? It says, this person is better verified because of Twitter Blue. And so you have to be careful with that. Oh, I didn't know that that's, that's, that's what you do is you click on the little badge that'll, thingy. That'll, that'll clarify it for you if you're I, not sure. I was just like, go ahead, take my badge. I don't care. Yeah. But I'm not they, paying for it. No, no, neither am I. <laughs> but that's, that thing being there is the great separator. But if it looks like it's real, well, you might buy into it. Like this one that says Eli Lilly and Company, and the at is at Eli Lilly and Company. The oh. kicker here is... They are a pharmaceutical company. Eli Lilly Company. Yes. And there is a tweet that came out that says, We are excited to announce insulin is free now. Well, that wasn't actually the case. <laughs> Ruh-roh. And their stock went from $367.83 down to $344.68 in the span of uh, about an hour. Wow. So, as again, this is... Elon's effing with people's uh, pocketbooks now. Yes. And... Uh, a report, I believe, for Forbes. I want to get this right. How dark, and what does that say about our country, though, that their stock pl- price plummets? Because of insulin being free. Because of insulin being free. Like, there's no way they're going to make money now. Pe- the, more people are going to be alive. The inventor sold that patent patent for a dollar, so it yeah. could so be it could available be to all. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that gets to the larger point. It was not just Eli Lilly and company uh, that was tanking. It was multiple companies in the pharmaceutical industry who rely on insulin as part of their product launch or product offerings, their their collective stocks have tumbled wow. over the last 48 hours. Just because of this. But it's also sparked more knowledge because of what Jeff Bruss just talked about. Yeah. Most people aren't aware that that was sold as a patent of $1 so that it could be accessed yeah. by all. Yeah. They're just like the guy who invented the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Volvo. Yep. Volvo did it, and they were like, yeah, yeah, you can make like a, a, bun- like a bunch of money. And they were like... Or I think the uh, the three-point seat. Three-point harness? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, they said, 
No, why don't we just let you have it and you guys can save lives too? Because this seems like something people should have. That's the the genuine science of it as opposed to the business side yeah. of, of all of this. Yeah. But it has opened eyes for people, and now it is actually causing those companies' stock prices to continue yeah. to fall as the realization of, like, oh, these companies are actually kind of evil. Yeah. That'd be crazy if Volvo had, like, a ad campaign that was like, drive a Volvo or you're going to die. I mean, they kind of do. That is, they, they, they market themselves as the safest cars. Because they are. They are. They're like little tanks out there. They look better than they used to, too. Yeah. 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 But hey, um, listen, I'm not a uh, like a full-on, like, eat all of the companies kind of dude. Mm. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a capitalist at heart. Yep. I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, but at the same time, seeing horrible capitalists get driven into the dirt. Yeah, that's kinda, not a bad feeling. Kind of love to see it. This is the best good worst day on the web. They're having the best wor- the, the, the worst day on the web, but it's a great day for everybody else. Great day for us. All right, Twitter, uh, do your thing, man. Do your they thing, are. Twitter bots. <clears throat> All right, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, the most popular team in Germany, next. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L King. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. Seahawks play the Buccaneers 
in Germany coming up. And uh, that's on Sunday. The early game. Sunday. Right here on the fan. Germania. Germania. I've always wanted to go to Germany. It's a kick-ass place. Yeah. I've heard it is. No, we... Uh... I, I, I've explored much of Germany, uh, including the jail. In, inside of Frankfurt Jail. Of course. <laughs> but also the uh, Frankfurt Airport Hotel, which I believe is a four. It used to be a five-star, but I think it's a four-star now. It's just it's a little bit older. Wow. I mean, tremendous. I mean, yeah. All the other hotels were booked, so the military had a, had a pony up for that one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We lived well that night. Well, I should say that week. That's cool. Yeah, we, quote-unquote, broke down in Germany. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can't fix it. Oh, yeah, no, we need to get parts in here for this just stupid plane that aren't here on base. Well, they got a, uh, a 9.30 a.m. kick. It's going to be the early one. And I, I'm really excited for this because Germany and football fit. Uh, go hand in hand. They yeah. really do. And we're the not people... talking soccer. We're talking no. football, football. Football, American football. And uh, do you remember Bjorn Werner? I do. Bjorn Werner? The uh, defense that would he play at... Florida State? Yeah, say Florida State. Florida State, right? State yeah. Um, he was on the NFL Network, and he was talking about the two most popular teams in Germany, the two largest fan bases in Germany. And I was a little shocked, um, at really, at both of them, because the number one team, apparently the favorite team in all of Germany, is the New England Patriots. <laughs> Which you'll understand this one in a second. But, it, I mean, like, I, I, well, I guess, like, Notre Dame Fighting Irish has a bunch of fans. But it's, like, the, the one thing that is uniquely American is patriotism, like, free, freedom and, like, red, white, and blue. And they're like, uh, yeah, we're going to like them. And then number two is the Seattle Seahawks. He said the Seattle Seahawks are the, are the second most popular team in um, Germany. And I was... And when you think about it, the Buccaneers and Seahawks rivalry, it all makes sense because Tom Brady, obviously being the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and what he did with the New England Patriots, he, and the explanation for why those two teams are the most popular is, one, well, for the longest time, all you got was Super Bowls over there. So mm-hmm. New England, over the last 20 years, like they're like, oh, yeah, this team's back in it. Red, white, and blue. We're going to cheer for those guys. woo it's just like it's the same reason why like Manchester United is in Barcelona or in Real Madrid are so popular in the United States. And not just the United States, but around the world because yeah. they're the top of their leagues. And it's what we see. Yeah. The only time we see them is like, hey, I know those guys. Um, but that so that is why the Patriots are. The Seahawks are a little bit more interesting because he said that uh, it's the NFL wasn't readily available for like viewing. Until the Legion of Boom started. And like those Legion of Boom Seahawks teams and Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, those were the teams that like all of a sudden the NFL was more accessible regularly on, on weekly viewing. So when the Seahawks were good is when that they really started getting more and more NFL games and the NFL was making more of an effort to be visible in Germany and the fans ate it up. So those are the two most popular teams over in Germany, according to Bjorn Werner, are the Patriots and the Seahawks. And that, that's fascinating to me. It's also really interesting because you're talking about the two teams that have the, the most um, distance between them as far as time zones. <laughs> yeah. the, the accessibility of games matters. I mean, like when you're talking about 
uh, the growth of, of like uh, the NBA in China or the Premier League in the U.S., when you're talking about those, those cross-continental, around-the-world growth opportunities, mm-hmm. like that stuff matters. Like it's 11 p.m. right now in Munich. Yes. Which would be like we would be in the first quarter of a Seahawks game. A super late one, game. 125. Yeah. Kick, yeah. So yeah. It, 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 that kind of staggering is, is always interesting to kind of see how that stuff always ends up panning out. Well, they get a uh, primetime kick for the Seahawks. And, boy, if you want to know a raucous environment, Sunday is going to be incredible. Germany loves American football. And I hope that And David Hasselhoff. Up. And David Hasselhoff. And apparently country western attire. Um, so maybe we'll see all of those things coming up. On Sunday in Germany. All right. How about David Hasselhoff in country western attire? Singing the national anthem? Yeah, that'd be something. But didn't he do a, didn't he do like a music video from like the Berlin Wall or something? Oh, um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. All right, Hoff. Do your thing, bro. Do it. All right, we start hour number three with a revisit to the Ducks-Huskies rivalry. We bring on the voice of the Ducks, Jerry Allen. He has a pretty famous call. I don't know if you've ever heard it before. Uh, We talk Ducks and Dogs with Jerry next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.